What's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to another Tell Me Something Good. I took a little break last week. Um, and I, uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you like to look at it, I, um, I didn't record one previously to post in the week that I wasn't there, mostly because I like to do this stream live. And I always feel weird. It's so, I got to tell you something, like, one of the reasons that I do this live, along with recording it, one of the reasons that I do it live, hey, Kate, is what's going on, everybody, is that I'm so, I don't know, I get lazy when it's recorded. I get, I get like, especially if I'm doing it by myself, which these are, these are basically by myself. I don't have guests on the tell me something good. And so. I get lazy, right? Not lazy as far as, um, not lazy as far as doing it, but if I'm just talking and I'm recording this by myself and I know there's no one watching, I, it's so weird to say, but I, um, I, I get, I don't know. I drift like I am right now. I drift. My my attention drifts. My uh, it's there's something about. I guess maybe it's why I love live stand up so much. It doesn't let you. It doesn't let you drift. Like you have to be on all the time, and so that I know people are watching me. Now, if you do the thank you, Amy. If you do the um, if you do the high live, you know that I drift a lot. It's a drift night. You know what I mean? It's a drift night. Yeah, Squirrel is right, Kevin. Squirrel is right. It just I I get easily distracted. And so you guys know when you watch when you are here live or when you listen, you know that sometimes I'll just get distracted by the chat. But on the high live, sometimes I just start reading the chat. And uh thank you, man. I appreciate that from Serbia. Squirrel brain is right. Uh sometimes I just get twisted. Now I want to tell you a couple things also. First of all, thank you so much. Thank you, Michael. Hey, Sean. Thank you so much. Jerry with a hot take. That's a side effect from smoking pot. Hot take, Jerry. Thank you. Um, I've always been like this, but I appreciate it. Um, so I, I want to thank all of you for the over overwhelmingly positive and not just positive glowing like glowing reviews of the special i i cannot uh, tell you how much i appreciate it you know i put so much of it into of me into it and i took so many risks with how i cut it or um, frankly didn't edit it um how i shot it was different all Everything about this special was different than anything you've ever seen. But the takeaways, the three takeaways that I wanted people to have from it. One, obviously, I wanted people to think it was funny. Two, I wanted you to feel like you were at the show. Not, And that's why I didn't edit it. And that's why I shot it the way I shot it. And three, man, I want people to know that I, I have fun at my job. I have fun. I, I have fun. Yeah, we we uh, so we um the winner and I forget her name, Karen maybe. 
she's coming to the show in Denver. Uh, thanks, Kate. Um, and so, yeah, we picked a winner just for you guys. I don't know. For those of you who were on the live stream watching the special, we picked one winner to, and I was flying them out to any gig anywhere in the country, them and another person. And, um, it was Cody. I was in Nebraska two weeks ago. Um, but so unbelievable, unbelievable reviews. And I got to tell you something, guys. Look, man, I know a lot of people right out of hand, out of pocket are just like, I don't like guitar comedy. I, I can't, I can't fix that. But I would tell you, here's the difference between my guitar comedy. And if you think I'm going to be weird, Al at the end of the day, I'm still a comic. So I'm not writing full songs. I'm writing until I get to the punchline. Do you know what I mean? Like this is what I'm still a comic man. I'm just, I'm just finding different vessels to deliver jokes to you. And I know some people are like, the, the fuck it, the fuck. Don't watch it. Totally cool. But I'm going to guarantee you, if you watch that, you're going to have a good time. You just gonna have a good fucking time. So thank you all so much. Super cool. The show in Nashville this Halloween, yo, I looked in, under another kilt. If you look on my Instagram page, you'll see a couple pictures of me. Thank you, Crystal. Um, it was, uh, it was a weird night in general, but, uh, we had somebody came on stage in a kilt. You know, I give away shit at my shows, especially at the Nashville shows. And he had a kilt and he was like, you want to lift it up? And I was like, fuck, I hope this doesn't happen at all my shows. Do you know what I mean? Like, I hope people just don't start showing up at kilts, showing me their dicks. <laughs> Charlie, great question. Who inspired me to do music? Um, oh, Clifton, great. I'm going to tell that story right now. Um, Charlie, who inspired me to do music? You know what? I don't know if anyone inspired me to do music. I just know that I've always, like, in my head, especially when I was a kid, I would think of different words to songs, you know, and parody them up, like... I'm sure everybody in the world, you know, at some point in time while listening to Tom Petty's free fallen sang free balling, not everybody, but a lot of dudes. And so I loved it. And then the first time around the sun with music was with a guy named Jeff wild, who I did Chelsea lately with. And he was one of my good buddies and he was a great guitar player. And we were the wild wolf band. And what would happen was, is it was a two person show. He would go on stage, do 15, 20 minutes of comedy. We would do about 15 minutes of guitar comedy, me and him. We, I would do my set and then he would come back on. It was a fucking great show. And as that was happening, I, I started to notice, Oh yeah. All that shit that I was worried about, about what other comics thought about it. Who gives a fuck? The people in the crowd are having such a good time. And that's why I'm here. I'm here. So you guys have a good time. Not so other comics think I'm cool. You know, I'm, we're past that. We're past. It was a long time where I worried about that. But so then I started to go, oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay, okay. And um, it was honestly, Cliff, uh, Charlie, if I'm going to say who inspired me, it would be you guys. It would be the crowds. It would be how much you enjoyed the entire show, the combination of comedy and music, stand up and then music, not just one or not just the other. Every 
everybody who saw me after the show, even the people who were like, man, I, I thought I was going to hate that music. As soon as you brought out the guitar, I was like, oh no. And I win them all over. I win them fucking all over because they're funny songs. And so that's when I was like, oh, the, the people who are paying for the show, the important people, they like it. Okay. So it wasn't like a person. It was truly you guys. Truly, truly, truly. Um, Cody, you know, buddy, great offer, but I'm going to pass on that, my friend. Uh, there was one other question. Who bought giant dildos for the show? It's so funny. So that's a great question. Kate is referring to the, uh, on one of the bits there was in the show. And I did a duet with Taylor Lynn, Lauren's granddaughter, which is one of my favorite duets ever. And um, hold on one second, guys. Let me get, let me get rid of this shit. Tell me if this works. Tell me if it works. Are we still working? We still on? We still happening? We still working? Okay. Um, and so I, I had to send Beth. Don't come over here, dude. You're going to knock the wire. I'm talking to my dog. Don't come over here, my man. You're going to knock these wires out. Okay. Come on over. Don't, but don't. You want to come over this way? Okay. You big, he's like a fucking bull in a China shop. Hi, dude. Um, it was so funny to get this phone call. FaceTime from Beth. Just holding up dildos. What about this one? Do you want it purple? Is this too big? Why does it have two two heads? Like it was the funniest FaceTime we've ever had. And because I was be like, show me something wigglier. <laughs> yeah. She would hold up these dildos and I would make them shake. <laughs> I would make her shake. If you guys know Beth, it's even funnier. Beth is not a sex shop, dildo shopping person. She just isn't. Um, in my entire time that I've known her, which is now 20 years, never owned a vibrator or a dildo or anything like that. And, um, and so she's like, I don't even know what to look for. I'm like, call me FaceTime me. I know what I'm looking for. And she was like, I, this is not make me feel good that you know, the dildos that you're looking for. And I was like, yeah, I can understand why that would bother you. But I made her when she FaceTime me guys, you have to know, like, I like making people uncomfortable and Beth is such a good person like this is you know making her uncomfortable and making her do things that she doesn't want to do is so fun so i would have her like shake it and i was like hit it against your hand i want to know what sound it makes she was like i don't want to do that i'm like hit it against your hand so she would have someone else hold the phone so i could hear what it sounded like when it hit her hand i was like okay hit one against your face she was like no nah, i'm not doing that i was like just hit one she's like no But it was a ton of fun. So yeah, that's how we got the dildos. I appreciate uh, I, I, I appreciate you asking that. That's one of my favorite stories from the special. Um, and by the way, guys, if you have watched the special um, and you enjoyed it, man, it would feel good if you shared it or you told some people. Um, I want to get this out to as many people as I can. Oh, also, the Tell Me Something Good podcast that you're listening to right now, even if you're watching, hey, and even if you've, uh, uh, this isn't really your thing. And I know it takes a little bit of time, but guys, a review or a subscription or a, if you rate it, there's so many podcasts. This is why we ask you to do it. There's so many podcasts, but when people go and leave a review or they subscribe or they hit like or whatever they, whatever, when there are a bunch of people doing it, it moves the podcast 
up in the algorithm as far as don't walk through there, dude. Don't, don't, don't walk through there. You got to walk around. Go ahead. Walk around. Go ahead. Walk around. He, he's looking at me like this. Go, go ahead. You didn't do anything wrong, man, but you're about to knock this whole operation off the deal. Um, Cindy, I'll be at, in Tempe New Year's Eve with Beth and Jacob. So I would love to have you guys, you come out to the show. Thanks, man. Good job. For those of you listening, I'm talking to my dog. Um, but the more you guys, if you guys rate or subscribe, it just moves us up in the algorithm. So I'd appreciate that. Guys, what happened this week in Naples is something. Uh, that's it's all on YouTube, everybody. Hey, Rhonda. Hey, Tina. Hey, Linda. Hey, Travis. What's going on, Keith? Uh, Keith says, write a review on Apple only really counts the positive reviews. Yeah. Thank you. So here we go. Thank you, Curtis. Um, I want to bring the kids, but whether the boy in cat, how old, and I can try to set it up. Um, okay. So Naples this week, of course, this story starts in Florida, but all right. I, somebody pulled a knife at my show. Now, it, of course this happens in fucking Florida. And a couple of people probably who are probably in the chat right now were, were at the show afterwards. So they they saw somebody get thrown out in a knife. Ding, 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 ding. So, hey, Eric. So um, I'm on stage, right? And this dude is in the front row. And he's just arguing with this woman he's with the whole time. And she would just say something over her shoulder with just a mean fucking face and then turn right back to me and smile and just turn and just fucking, it was like she was shooting darts that way. Arrows and straight ahead to me, just like roses. And I could see this dude getting heated behind her. He did. And at, at some point he just, he had had enough because I could see him lean in. He kept leaning in and trying to make it better. And she would just fucking you're a dick fucking suck a dick. Right. And, um, I'm like, Oh shit. And it's happening. He's starting to talk to other people at the table. And here's, I'm guys, I know it may seem random about how I go after people in the crowd or not even after how I talk to them, when I throw them out, when I decide it's enough because I've been doing it a long time and I can tell an asshole from somebody who's just drunk from somebody who, who's having a good time, but they just happen to do it obnoxiously. Like all of these things. Thank you, kicker. I will, man. So um, yes, there'll be more react Jacob reaction stories. We're coming out next week. Um, so I am sitting there and I was like, what, what is going on? Like, and I tell him, I go, Hey, my man, you gotta go. I said, look, you're not an asshole and I'm sorry I have to do this, but you're just arguing the whole time and it's really distracting, you know? And it for me and for everybody around us, and I just can't have you arguing. Like you could step outside and argue, but you can't sit here in the front row and argue. And I go, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to leave. And he goes, I'm not leaving. Now, if he had approached it differently with me, 
and been like, this is what's happening. I might have actually, because when I found out later, I might have been like, okay. But you can't try to alpha me at the show. You can't try to alpha me at my show. Because as soon as it seems like I'm not in control, which I always am, straight up, guys, I'm, there are some shows I let murmuring happen more. I let it feel like a more of a, oh, shit, this is a crazy energy. And sometimes I don't. It just depends on how I feel the energy's going, you know? And so I was like, hey, as soon as, if, but if you try to alpha me, if you try to be the big dude, you got to go. Because I can't then see, have all those fires popping up all over. Like if I let you take your dick out, everybody's taking their dick out. My show, right? The only person that takes their dick out of my show is this guy. Or if you're wearing a kilt and then, you know. So what's going on, Hugo? Thanks, Charlie. And so I go, you got to go. And he goes, well, I'm not going. So a couple bouncers walk over. And now he's in a sling. Right. By the way, I find out later, I find out later that this dude, um, let me make sure that I didn't unplug anything. He's in the front row with his, that's right. Jackie is if, if, is if I let that happen, I lose the room. I lose the room and I can't lose the room because of this dude. So he, he's like this and, um, he takes the sling off and he starts doing this with his shoulders you guys ready you want to fuck you want to go like he's warming up his traps or something just you guys fucking you want to fucking you guys ready to go you guys fucking ready and we were like what what's happening right now you know what i mean like why are why why is that and then i go hey man you gotta go and he goes why do why do i gotta go I, you've been talking all night. And he goes, you've been talking all night. I was like, yeah, that's my fucking job, dude. That's why you bought the tickets to come here. Yeah, I've been talking all night. That's the assignment, you know? So it, it was just bizarre. And he's fucking, and the bouncers are looking at each other like, what? Uh, what? is he doing? So they felt like it was no issue. By the way, now I find out later after the show, he, the people who operated him on him were at the show. They were at the show. Also, they were sitting, they were like, that's our fucking patient. And they could tell by the sling, the brand on the sling, you know, it was from the doctor's office and he had a doctor's appointment that following Monday for a checkup. Cause his shoulder, he had a shoulder surgery that his shoulder kept popping out, popping out and popping out and popping out. And do I get girls flashing at your shows? Yes. And so he's, and I asked later, I asked the doctors, I was like, what's the deal? They were like, well, when he comes in on Monday, we're going to tell him what a fucking asshole he was, but he only had like three weeks left in that sling. going to be a little bit more now because when he takes it out, start going like this, the bouncer start going, Hey, get out of here. But with the good hand, he reaches into his sling and pulls out this little less of a knife and more of a dagger is, I would say more of a dagger and he pulls it out. Now, guys, this is, this is just a night of things I've never seen before because he's got this little dagger and then one of the bouncers didn't punch him in the face. 
didn't tackle him. He did something that I thought only happened on Star Trek. He fucking karate, like this, karate chopped him. It was like a shank, Ray Ray, except it was bought. You know what I mean? Shanks, from what I understand, are more made. This was uh, like a little dagger. Like a I, it, it's sharp. That should have cut you up. But when he karate chopped him, and then they took this dude to the ground. So this, this dude, who's trying to prove that his shoulder is okay. And by the way, I, I say this, this is going to sound weird. But, and, I, and, and who brings a knife to a comedy show? Like right away, right away, you're wrong. Right away, why are you bringing a knife to a comedy show? That should never even be like, oh, I forgot my knife. Who are you going to see? Josh Wolf. Oh, yeah. Legit. Hold on a second. I forgot my knife. That's not a thing. Right? So he, yeah, night, night karate move. Exactly right. So, right. But I will say this also. And it's hard to defend like dude like this. But I'm gonna. It turns out he was there with his ex-wife. And his, he was having such a good time. He bought the whole table their evening worth of drinks and everything. He just told, and when I, cause, and I never busted him for talking to the other people at the table, but the reason he was leaning in to talk to him, cause he was like, Hey, I'm buying you your stuff. Hey, it's on me tonight. Hey, it's all, you know, right? Which was, I, by the way, the reason he and his ex-wife were arguing was because ex-wife. Now I don't know their situation ex-wife mistake number one as joshua flores said you don't why are you bringing your ex-wife anywhere right maybe reconciliation i don't know but she the reason they were arguing is because she kept calling him a fucking dumbass for buying everybody their stuff she was mad at him she wouldn't talk to him she was like shut the fuck up like she just kept but and he was just like i'm just trying to have a good time she was like fucking stupid with your money so he was just getting just angrier and angrier and angrier. And so when I jump in and I tell him he's going to leave, he, in his mind, he's like, what the fuck do I got to leave for? All I've been doing is buying people shit and trying to make my ex-wife happy. Right? So I, and then there is a certain type of dude, and this is neither good nor bad, not making excuses. There are certain types of dudes that you don't walk up with two security guys. You just walk up and you don't know this. This is not on the people in Naples either. It's just a mix of bad. There's certain guys that if you just walk up, hey, Melissa, with just one person and lean down and go, hey, man, come on, you're being real loud. We got to get you out of here. Let's not make a big deal about it. But would you embarrass them, stop the show and walk with two dudes up on them some dudes, they're, they're, the hair on their neck stands up. Like, hey, nah, that's not how you're going to do me. Now, I, I'm not saying it's right. I just know dudes like that. So as soon as I saw him take that sling off, I was like, yeah, this is not going to end well. It just isn't. Because he's, he's, he feels challenged as a man right now. And the only way that he gets to win is if he gets to stay. And that's not happening. So I even told him. I said to him, I said, I'll buy your ticket. And all the macho went away. He goes, you're going to buy the tickets? 
I go, I'll buy your tickets. Now I didn't know he had bought the whole table and I don't know where it went from there. Maybe somebody said something in the mix, but things got heated again real quick. And, uh, all right, Glenn, we'll see you up in Buffalo. I'm in Buffalo this weekend, everybody, by the way, uh, Buffalo this weekend. Uh, Ooh, my only show in the Northeast for a little while up in Mohegan sun the week after, and the week after that, Houston, Texas, let's fucking go everybody. So Laura says he felt challenged as a man too bad. His vagina was showing instead. Yeah. It's a real, it's a real, I know you're acting like a dude, but it's a real unconfident thing to do to be, to, to go out like that. But I like, so I'm not, I'm just saying I understood where he was coming from. So he pulls the knife fucking he cock karate chop. They get him to the ground. He starts cr crawling, call, call, you know, crying about his uh, shoulder. They drag him out by his head, by his head. And I asked the bouncer, I go, Hey man, I go, why, why'd you drop him out by the head? And he goes, yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to hurt his shoulder anymore. I was like, yeah, right. But they get outside, right. And they're on him. And, uh, they're like, Hey, um, where in Buffalo at the helium comedy club in Buffalo, everybody. He goes, Hey, can I get my sling? Can I get my sling? Can I get my sling? And the guy, the dude at fucking off the hook, he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. you can, we get your sling. So he gets the sling and, um, knives in the sling again. So he reaches for the knife and dude. So the dude went from his knee on his back and just put his knee directly over that shoulder. And you just heard him go, ah, and I was like, oh no, this dude went for the knife twice, two times a two time knife offender. I, here's my favorite part about it. My favorite part about it is that nobody in Florida, they're like, yeah, like it was like a, no big deal. Yeah. This is Florida. I'm telling you right now, and I said this the other night in Florida, I'm, I'm fully expecting the next, I'm fully expecting the next press conference for Ron DeSantis. I'm fully expecting him just to stand right in front of the podium and go, Hey everybody. Yep. Hey, listen, so, uh, fuck it. No more rules down here. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm fully expecting him just to be like, you know what? Whatever. Have a good time. Florida is now the purge. Uh, that's it. Just pay for your gas. You know what I mean? Like this dude, it, it is so crazy to me how not crazy it came across to people. Do you know what I mean? Like what? This dude brought a knife to a comedy show and I don't think it was to cut his hamburger. By the way, Captain Brian's great food. So maybe he was cutting up steaks. I don't know. But man, never a dull, dull minute on the road. Never a dull minute at my shows. I'm telling you guys, if you're not, and by the way, this dude was an anomaly. You know, nobody's going to get the people who come to my shows like to laugh. They like to laugh and they like to have fun. So, yes, my shows get sometimes get weird, but this is not indicative of what the typical shows are however however 
we like at my show on Halloween here in Nashville, I lifted up another kilt. Guys, I lifted up another kilt. Don't start coming with kilts, dudes. Because look, you know I'm up for the challenge, but I don't want to just start looking at a bunch of dick. I mean, I will. I will, but I don't want to have to. Now, the dude this week in Nashville, he was wearing a, a kilt. I go, well, come on stage, man. I go, let's take a look, you know? And um, and he sits down, and I go, okay, who who in the crowd thinks I'm going to see a dick? How can I get tickets to Buffalo? You, uh, you can go to comedianjoshwolf.com, Connie, or you can go to the Helium website in Buffalo. Um, so uh, the guy comes on stage. And he had seen the kilt video, obviously. And so, oh, Laura, you know, I'm, I'm taking it for the team. And I'm good. Uh, listen, I'm up for whatever I think is going to make the show fun and different. I won't look at a kilt every week. It'll get boring for me, too. But I will do whatever I think. Yo, I want you leaving my shows thinking two things one wow oh, fuck that was fun that was indifferent and like a little bit of everything but i also want you to know that the show you saw is not one anybody else is going to see because something different happened in it you didn't see friday thursday night show and saturday night late show if you came to both of them if you saw the same show that's not me there are a lot of people who do that they work on their hour and they're great comics great comics I'm, I, I, it's just not how I like to do it. Now I will say the positive and negatives are this, the positive and negatives are this. So other guys, girls, when I say guys, it's just, is it the right word? Pejorative? Maybe not. But when I see other comics do their hour, right? And then they put that hour out and they do another hour, which is great by the way probably the smarter way to do it. I don't. So there's, when I think of stories like that, sometimes I'll tell a story, man, and I'm just not ready to cook it. And I'll tell it like five or six times, or I'll tell it on three road trips. And I'm like, man, I'm up. I'm going to put that away. I'm not ready to cook this yet. Be, and I might pick it up two years later. So somebody might like, that's an old joke. Well, not really. I just didn't cook it then. I tried it two years ago. Yeah, you might have heard it two years ago, but you heard it complete. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, so the negative for me is I swim in like an hour and a half or two hours of material. And I don't, this has changed because I started doing it two weeks ago. I don't write down my set list after the show. I can't do it before the show because I don't know what I'm going to say, but I don't do it after the show, which I need to start doing. So I, to be aware of where I'm telling jokes when a joke needs to jump out of the rotation. And, uh, here's another thing, guys, that you guys, I don't think I will be doing another special ever. Jerry, that's the goal, man. Thank you, Elizabeth. Yeah, um, I think I might just put out 20 minutes or so on YouTube every three months. The danger for that is it really will, I think, 
I think it'll make the live shows worse, unfortunately, because it'll be a lot of material that I'm always working on. I don't know. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Um, either way, man, um, I'm having such, why do I think it'll make the live shows worse, Karen? Because, or the, or you guys are a couple seconds behind me. Um, oh, thanks, Jen. Uh, Josh, I'm, I'm Joshua. I'm trying to get it. Yeah. I just don't know what doing a special does for me anymore. Uh, Netflix is not interested. This is not a me feeling bad for myself. This is not a, they're just not interested. Um, that won't stop my, will it feel special though? It will Jackie. Um, but I'm not getting paid for my specials guys. I do my own specials so I can control them on YouTube. So then do I put them out an hour at a time or do I, I put, um, the material out when it's ready. I don't know. There's no rules. I've been putting out a lot of different clips. Um, yeah, the, the comments are a little delayed. Uh, you're right, Travis. But like, for example, there's some jokes in my act right now that I just, honestly, guys, I just don't know how many more stories about the kids I want to tell. I have two hours at least more. But it just seems, even though I haven't told the stories before, it, it feels dated because they're older. And, it, you know, for a long time, they didn't want me to tell the stories. So now they're okay with me telling the stories, but they're older. And there's other things happening in my life. And I'm in a different place in my life. So it feels kind of disingenuous sometimes to be talking about things that happened so long ago. Um, so a lot of flux, right, happening, but excitement around my business and my job and what I'm doing. Um, thank you, Michael. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I don't know if I agree with that, Joshua. A special is really just a way to solidify your flow. I, I don't know if that's true or get my name out there. I mean, my name is out there is another look. My special is 9 million views father of the year. I mean, that's a lot for a full special. Those clips have like 14 million views. Like my name's out there. It, it just is only out there on here. You know, since TV kind of went away and Chelsea lately is now pretty much a thing of the past. Um, now it's more about making my name on here, you know? And, um, I know there are tons of other people for me to reach, but the people I have reached, I love the people I've reached, you know? Um, so, uh, oh, thanks Rhonda. Katie. Interesting. Usually when you hear comedian stories, it has been a while. No, 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 Katie, you're right. It doesn't take away from the humor for you. And let me see if I can be a little more specific. It's more about how I feel. Do you know what I mean? And so if I can, for example, like I'm telling a story right now on stage about the best practical joke I've ever played on my kids. That feels, even though it happened a long time ago, 
that feels fresher. And I don't know why. Maybe because people ask me a lot about practical jokes. I don't know. I'll figure it out. At the end of the day, guys, what I might do is just tell all those kids stories one time and put them on YouTube and just not have to put them in specials anymore. You know, that might be it. I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, if you watch me, you know that when I get on stage, sometimes I, I just make a complete 180 degree turn in the middle of an act. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing something different now. So that's really what I love about it. Uh, Linda, you commented that I'm in a, uh, in a good mood, Tony HBO, not as, um, it's diminishing returns. Jen, thank you so much. Um, and what I mean by HBO being diminishing returns, by the way, great network, all the stuff. It's not what it used to be as far as selling tickets. 72% of comedy is consumed on YouTube. Most tickets sold on Netflix. So after Netflix, if you can put your ego aside, which I have a long time ago, Showtime, Comedy Central, and by the way, Comedy Central, I'm not sure you could pay me enough money to put my special on there. The place where comedy goes to die. It's so funny. It's called Comedy Central. Central what? <laughs> you guys, by the way, if the bullseye's in the middle, Comedy Central has been comedy adjacent for fucking 20 years. You suck asses. God, that network had such a fucking chance to have a stranglehold on comedy and instead they fucking strangled themselves. The dumbest execs. The dumbest. I mean, getting rid of lights out. Look, I understand that that was the latest and the dumbest, but I, I understand that the pandemic fucked up with people's money and stuff, but not to bring it back. Like it was the only reason people have been talking about Comedy Central in like fucking 20 years. It's the, it's com calling Comedy Central, Comedy Central is so ironic. Do you know what I mean? It's so, it's like bad TED Talks. I mean, you just stare at the TV like, what the fuck am I doing? Katie, that's what I'm doing. It's just slowly weeding them out anyways. Keith, without a doubt, they are they they ought to blow Daniel Tosh and Trey, the guys from South Park, every day. They ought to, uh, Comedy Central ought to be two-fisting those people, non fucking comedy outskirts exactly non stop it, how those exact the execs at comedy central whoever left there if they got another job whoever was at the other network ought to be punched right in the spleen who <gasps> heat do you know what i mean for hiring oh, uh, the people who worked at comedy central crazy comedy adjacent is right it is fucking muy terrible um but linda you asked me if i in a, in a good mood you know what's funny i've been doing this dakota i'm good my man thank you Ta amanda tosh is super funny i love tosh um i love the fact that anybody who's new to my page Makes one Daniel Tosh. Do you know you look like Daniel? Do you, know like you look like redneck? You look like meth, Daniel. You look like old Daniel. I got it. Got all of them. 
Yo, I would take all, I take all of those if I could have half of the bank account of Daniel Thomas. <laughs> What's up, Brian? Uh, yeah, Midnight was a great show. At Midnight was a good show. Yep. Um, so, anyways, I don't know what I was talking about. Oh, fucking fuck, guys. So, this Clyde Blackstone character, this Clyde Blackstone guy. So, here's my dream. Look at those ears, by the way. Who's doing? Look at that. I mean, Lil Dicky is so funny. Hold on. Let's see if I can do double ear tuck. This is how I get distracted, everybody. Oh, yeah. Look at that double ear tuck. <laughs> I got to write down that timestamp. I'm definitely cutting that. <laughs> How many people can put their ears in their own ears? I don't know. Rhonda, don't stretch them. That they're they're so stretchy though. What else am I supposed to do with them? Yeah, the old double tuck. Usually that's for nuts, but tonight 40-50. Definitely gonna do a little 40-50. Um, what time is it? It is 3:45 in the PM here. That needs to be a GIF uh, or a GIF. But anyways, this dude Clyde Blackstone. Here's my dream of dreams. All right, you ready? So, oh, Linda, to go back to the feeling good. And then I'll go to the dream of dreams. Um, I'm doing this things. Corinna, you have elfy ears? Look, will you come on and show me? Cowboy character, I'm about to get in there, Robbie. Corinna, will you come on and, and show me? What do you think? Hold on, let me see something. Uh... Can I get you? No, that didn't work. Um, it's a wonder that they don't have you doing weird porn with that move. Listen, I would be, if all I had to do in the porn was this, I, I would be, yeah, Corinna, you can be on your phone and do it. Let me see if I can invite just you. Well, listen, guys, I am going to, invite some people on if and listen guys we'll have plenty of time for other people to come on this is just for people with bendy ears that's it this is just for the stretchy bendy ear people that's who we're bringing on we'll have other people on after but if you are a stretchy bendy ear person i am putting the link right here and i would love to see your stretchy bendy ears now here's the cowboy character i wrote two new songs guys that i'm i i i'm so excited by these songs so here's what i think i'm going to do with clyde blackstone i think when he does a show okay and corinne i just put the link up there um uh, when he does a show He's going to do these songs that are kind of jokes. Oh, yeah. That are kind of jokes, but not exactly jokes. But in between the songs is going to be the funny part. So do you want to hear the newest song of his? Okay. 
I've also decided that this guy is probably going to do a lot of talking during his verses, almost like old Waylon. You know, Waylon used to do a lot of talking during his verses. And so let me see. Okay. Here we go. All right, this is um, it's a little out of tune, but we're going to have to deal with that because, I, well, maybe I can tune it. Man, I don't want to take the time. Okay, here we go. Corinna, I see you. Kind of like Steel Panther, but country. That's a great example, Dave, because I'll be less of a, yes, ironic songs, but you know, like Wheeler Walker. Like Wheeler Walker is like more of a country steel panther. This guy is cleaner, right? So he's not going to go as dirty. And I, I find him to be more ironic. Um, oh, thank you, Blake. I appreciate it. So let me give you Clyde's latest song. I ain't your daddy, but I, I ain't your daddy, but I, but I could be. Seems that God had other plans. I ain't your daddy, but I could be. I'm just a good time loving man. You know, the night I met your mama, we were young and carefree. We sure tore up that Ramada. I ain't your daddy, but I could be. That red dress she wore. In those high heel shoes. Had me down on all fours. Howling up at the moon. The moon. Um, we danced all night. We made out in the stall. Hot and heavy in the men's room. Her name already on the wall. I ain't your daddy, but I could be. We have the same eyes. I ain't your daddy, but I could be. It's between me and three guys. You know I'll always love your mama, mama. She was so good to me. Ain't been tested, but I oughta. I ain't your daddy, but I could be. That's just the beginning of that one. It probably needs one more verse and a bridge and one final, uh, one final, um, 
chorus probably but i love this man i love this dude i love this dude i, I i'm i am so excited to develop this guy and his songs i will tell you i mean if i think i don't know if anybody was on the stream was at the show um at zany's and halloween but I'm still, if I'm being honest, man, the place on my, the place in me that's still a little nervous on stage is when I have to be different characters. I'm just, I've never felt confident in any voice outside of this one. I've never felt, I don't know. It's where I, I lack the most confidence on stage. Um, yeah, cat, come on up. And so. It is a, when I tried to get into character a little bit, I just slipped right back into the song. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I pushed out twice on stage to even try his voice. Um, and I, and I know that the stage is the only place to fucking try it. So, um, but I'm having such a good time doing it. I'm having such a good time doing it. Uh, that, and the other song that I wrote, um, you can do it. The other song that I wrote, uh, that's a good question, Chris. Let me answer that for you. Um, the other song that I just wrote for him is called that ain't my belt buckle, which is a great song about a dude. Yeah. Well, you know what it's about. Um, Chris, would it be worth while taking a class in voice acting? It's not about that for me. It's not, it's hard to explain, man. You know, it's my own, it's my own issues. It's my own issues. I, I, it's my own issues. I don't know how to explain to you that that wouldn't be it. Let me see if I can. I, you know, you, everybody has that thing. Like, so for me, my thing, as far as the way I look, that that everybody has their thing about themselves right and so for me it's my forehead it's basically my face from my nose up including the ears the forehead how bad i like i think my hair just is in general so right so which is why no coincidence i cover it up a lot big sunglasses hat i don't like it this is not like i'm not you know, and on stage. And so I, it's just whatever that is. And however I came to that in my own brain, those are my triggers. Lip, nose up. Um, and on stage, it's always been, if I'm wagering a guess, one of the reasons that I had such a hard time in the past, and I think I can get over it, was I didn't have my own voice yet. I didn't know who, like I had a hard enough time figuring out who the fuck I was. And so for me, for other people, I think that makes it easier to jump into other people. And for me, I just was, I was, I think I was just like, I don't even know how to do me. How am I doing somebody else? And, um, as I've gotten older and feel more comfortable with me, I just need to break that because at the end of the day, 
at the end of the day, if I do this dude confidently, just with confidence as that guy, that's all that needs to happen. It doesn't matter what his voice, this is why voice acting, it doesn't matter what his voice sounds like. It doesn't matter. But if I am confident in delivering who this dude is, it works. I can just tell you that as a performance, as a performer, my confidence is 90% of your enjoyment. My, my confidence is 90% of your enjoyment. Not, not that the material isn't good, but if I didn't deliver it with confidence, it's not gonna be good. It just isn't. Yo, if you got on a plane and the pilot was like, man, I fucking hope we make it today. You would not enjoy your flight. You know what I mean? If the Uber driver was like, buckle up. I've been in eight accidents the last eight trips. You'd be like, what the fuck? So you, as a comic, I'm flying the fucking plane. I'm driving the Uber, man. And if I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. You're feeling the same way. So that's the thing with this dude. And I, and I, and honestly, also, I think I just need to do a little more work on his backstory. Um, but, uh, Jerry, we all have insecurities, my man. We all have insecurities. It's, yo, the, the person who tells you they don't have any insecurities has all of them. Everyone. Every single insecurity. You know what I'm saying? Okay to have insecurities, dude. It makes you human. You know, there's just some things and you're going to work on some things to help make yourself feel better. And then some other stuff will creep up. But the, the key that I've found now is to not let those insecurities define me, right? You gonna have them, but that what you consider to be your weakness does not define you. Your thoughts don't define who you are. You're just a thinker of those thoughts. If you, you know, I've been listening to a, a podcast. I think I mentioned his name a couple of times, Jim Fortin, but that's it. You're not your thoughts. You're not your insecurities. Yo, how many out there, how many people out there have an insecurity with their own body that they think about all the time? And then when you mention it to somebody else, those uh, somebody else is like, I don't even know what you're talking about. What do you mean your neck is long? You look great, right? So you can't let those things define you. Any different, look, man, anything you, anything you define as good or bad is simply your definition. The best example I can give this to you is, look, if I told you right now, two years ago, if I was like Donald Trump's president, you're going to have visceral reactions on either side. But the truth of the matter is, and I'm using this again, I'm taking this from Jim Fortin. The truth of the matter is, I just said a fact. Linda, that is amazing. <laughs> amazing. I can't help it. He's molesting me. <laughs> that dog is... You guys are making out. I mean, I to, Linda, you might as well stick out your tongue. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's time. Uh, <laughs> that was aggressive. I love no. that. He's like, I want you now. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Open up that mouth, lady. Let's see what you got. <laughs> Let me get back to you real quick. Let me get back to you. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, that's it, man. So you take that statement, right? Depending on who you are, you define it, but it really is just a fact, right? It's just a fact. He was president. 
you saying whether it's good or bad is up to your view of that fact. And that's what I mean by like, your insecurities, man. You're like, I got a big forehead. But other people might be like, you don't have, what are you talking about? That's your definition of your forehead. So I'm not saying it's not okay to have insecurities. Just, just know that like, it, you can't let them define you. That's all I'm saying. Um, fact versus opinion. A hundred percent. A hundred, a hundred, a hundred percent. This is a fucking hilarious question. Is she tickling his balls? I don't think she was, but we can ask when she comes back on the screen. <laughs> you know, I, I <laughs> he did look happy, but I don't think Linda gets down like that. So, <laughs> oh my God. Guys, for those of you who are uh, disgusted by that, just loosen up a little bit. I'm looking at Linda. She's laughing at when we were talking about it. Try not to be offended for other people, okay? Yeah, Ray Ray, good, exactly. You know what I mean? Um, all right, so listen, let's uh, talk to a couple of you. We're already at an hour. This flew by today. Linda, I still haven't answered your question. Why do I feel good? I, I have tried this new, you guys know that I'm into health and wellness and I'm into trying a lot of different things. And, um, I like those IV drips every now and then to replenish myself with vitamins. And, um, you know, there's a place here in Tennessee in Nashville, I go to, um, called, uh, restore, but there's a lot of places all around the country, but I had heard a lot about this treatment called NAD treatment. Um, and I'd wanted to try it. I, I'd heard that it helps regenerate your mitochondria at the cellular level. And um, that it really heals the inside of your body by re rejuvenating the inside of your body. And, and for, for people who are generally healthy, it's like a restart and it's a good brain boost. But for other people who have gut problems, inflammation... It's from what I understand, thyroid, anything that the, it goes directly to that spot. Now, when you get the drip, it feels terrible. NAD, not Nair, NAD. It's not inexpensive. Just so you know, it is not cheap. Um, but I feel a noticeable difference. Is all I can tell you. This, I mean, let's get back into this because this is what everybody wants to see. <laughs> I mean, the way he's, first of all, the way he's just looking at you is so, this is, Linda, this is amazing. For, that looks like a person in a dog suit, first of all. I mean, this is. <laughs> What's his name? Lance. Lance. Look at Lance. He's like, hey, stop bothering us. He's looking at the camera like, hey, this is, we need some alone. <laughs> that is so amazing. Yo, it is so amazing. I just got attacked. That is so, that is so great. I, I have to tell you, there are dog owners that love that. And there are dog owners that do not. I well, am one who loves it. 
Well, see, like, especially I have seizures and I come out of it with him, like licking me from like here to here. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And in the morning, he decides I need to get up and he climbs up and just holds me down and starts making out with me. Like, yeah. time to get up, mom. <laughs> That's right. Like, By the like, way, uh, that was that that actually is a verse in one of the songs from the special. How about my me waking up with that dude licking my face? Yeah. <laughs> and staring at me like there's no what? pink like, things what? down below involved or anything. It's just him. No. Yeah, just straight <laughs> up top. But I love how they look at you like, what, you don't like this? Is this not something you like? Let me like just. Like, you're mine. Ah. I am taking you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this you is how we no do shit in my world. Get ready. Yeah. <laughs> we have, you have no say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatsoever. Yeah. But, but you do seem like you're in a really good mood today. I have a lot of energy. Um, it usually fills me up with energy because afterwards you get a bunch of vitamin B and stuff. And, um, but, uh, yeah, I. That treatment I, you were just talking about, I've had. Do you know, I will say something also that I've noticed as far as my mood and my, um, Bad. and where I am mentally when I don't take mushrooms for about two weeks, um, I can feel my mood dip a little more. It's really? very interesting. So I think I'm just going to be a little more. That means you take shrooms on a regular. I do. <laughs> and so if you don't, your body's going, excuse me. Well, you know, that microdosing has really helped me a lot. So, and I enjoy that way more than any kind of antidepressant. Then I'm going to oh, I don't get... believe in that stuff. I don't. And so this is natural. This is something that comes directly from the ground. And I, if this is, uh, that's right. That and weed. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So I, I feel um, it's every other day is what it is. That's okay. what it is for the microdose. Um, but how are you feeling? You feeling all right? Yeah, my eyes not working too good today. I'm so sorry. But that's okay. There's this eye still working. <laughs> that's good. And you have that beautiful dog. Um, all right, Rhonda. Thank you. Um, but I appreciate you checking in and thank you for asking. And I do feel good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. All right. We'll and keep you up with your songs. What's that? Keep up with your songs. Oh, I will. I will. I love doing it. Um, I don't want to play two of them in the same pod, but I'll play um, that ain't my belt buckle um, next week. I, and I just started writing a song called Cougaritaville. Does Beth like the song about her and dinner? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She looks like she enjoys it. Yeah, it's fun. Cougaritaville. And thank you so much, Linda. Bye. Yeah. Cougaritaville. I can already see the video. And I hope it doesn't make people. It, you have to understand that Clyde Blackstone is an old school country dude. So you have to take those 80s country videos and so i i picture it like the beginning is kind of like it like a driving guitar almost like a train and you know he's telling a story about you know down here in the south you know things get dirty but there's one place that you know the dirtiest of all and just it's a train that pulls out and off the train steps a lot of just young dudes 25 26 and they're entering cougaritaville and so we just see like, we just see, and this is the visual I have. And I know I'm going to hear a lot of guys. I know I'm going to hear a lot of shit. 
but I don't care because I think this is funny. We're going to see a lot of very stereotypical looking cougars dressed stereotypically, cheetah print, whatever, stalking like big cats, like they're in cages at the zoo. And then all the doors open and they, they get, they let out in front of this train full of just young dudes. And I think the video is going to be super funny. I think it's, and, and you know, I, if your feelings get hurt from that, I, one, I don't actually give a fuck, but two, like you should probably find some other things to worry about, but I think it'll be super funny. Um, and so I'm really, see you Becky. Um, I think by the way, Blake, we had, I'm not discouraged by haters, man. Uh, Jerry, I'm not discouraged by, thank you so much for saying that. Um, I'm not discouraged by any of that. I, I, I found out a long time ago that there are going to be people who like you and people who don't like you, no matter what you do. So you might as well do what you like. There are going to be people who like you and people who don't like you, no matter what you do. So why not do what you like? You know what I mean? It, it makes me laugh when people are like, you just lost a fan. My whole thing is like, I didn't know you before. I don't know you now. I don't give a fuck. I don't know why you feel like you need to reach out. Yeah, you were nameless and faceless before. You remain nameless and faceless. Do you know? that you're? I'm going to punish you. I'm leaving. Okay. See you later. You know what I mean? So, that yeah, haters going to hate, man. That's it. Um, and so I'm really excited about this whole new Avenue, the new, and again, if you were my, my agent would tell you, yeah, bro, stop doing new shit, concentrate on the standup and let's blow it the fuck up. And my response to that always is ah, the most important thing is that I don't get bored. I've been doing this a long time. And so right now, the most important thing for me is to stay engaged. I mean, the way I stay engaged is to by constantly challenging myself. And that's it. I explain I explain that. And by the way, Blake just sent a uh, a chat, and then I'm gonna get to everybody in the stream yard, and then I gotta go, everybody. But about the reverse cowgirl. Somebody a couple that I know came to my show on on uh, at Zany's dressed as their favorite sexual positions. So he came dressed as doggy style and she came with reverse clothes on as reverse cowgirl. So she was dressed like a cowgirl, but her shirt was on backwards and her pants were on backwards. It was fucking great. Um, okay. Let's stop in and say hello to everybody. Corinna, I'm sorry that you're, I, I kept waiting for your stream to, show up but it just didn't um so i want to say hi real quick and by the way everybody um if you have uh any questions you want to ask now is the time you got it jerry uh and so i want to say hi hey sean how you doing hi good how are you good how you been oh busy moved again but you know hopefully you moved better is it better at this place? Yeah, well, it's mine, so I have lots of boxes and stuff, but I mean, I'm buying it, so whatever. 
Yo, Sean, what do you mean, whatever? Well, hold on one second. Hold on, my 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 uh, the battery just went out of my camera. Hold on, because you can still hear me, right? Yep. Okay, hold on. Hold on, everybody. This is always fun when I have to try to do this. Oh, I don't think this one's gonna work. I think I might be out of battery. I might have to go to the shitty camera. Just a good time loving me. You know what's funny is I do this every week, and every week I can't remember how the battery goes in. You know, the night I met your mama, we were young and carefree. Yeah, there you are. We shall tore up that Ramada. I ain't your daddy, but I could be. Um, all right. So let me just say this. Wait. That focus went out. Son of a <laughs> Hold on one second. Let me refocus. Pain in my asshole. Hold on. Yeah, maybe I should get a producer. Sorry about that. Let's see if that's better. Whoa. Look at the dog hair. And come on. Readjust. Come on. Zoom out. Bam. Damn it. It usually zooms back out. Son of a dick. Guys, I might have to go to the different camera. Yep. Because I think this is too close. Hold on. Well, well, let's just do this. What? Yeah. There we go. Um, listen. Yeah. You're you bought your own place. Yeah. That's not whatever. That's fucking awesome. Thank you. I mean, I'm trying. I'm getting there. Yo, hey, what do you mean? This is amazing. Thank you. This is amazing. It's been a long time coming, so. Yeah. Yeah. That is fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. I mean, the past year, I've literally gone from living in a hotel to, you know, having a place, so. Let me just say this, Sean. Uh, it is not lost on me or other people who have been on the stream and know you mm-hmm. that not too long ago you were homeless. Yeah. And yeah. you now have your own place. So yeah. I know you are want to underplay that a little bit, but I'm here to tell you how fucking amazing that is. Thank you. I mean, honestly, I feel like I can do better. Um, but at this point, I feel like I just need to level up. I need to get solid and then move up from here. So Sean, of, of course you can do better. And of course it's not about settling, but how long ago were you homeless? Um, I think in June, actually the day before my birthday, I moved into some like shared housing in a program. Um, but then I signed my lease October 19th. So just so in a year. Um, yeah, I'll have the title in 10 months. It's so crazy that in a, in a year you've gone from homeless to homeowner. I, yeah. that, that's so inspirational. Uh, and I know it's not easy to pat yourself on the back, so just know I'm doing it for you. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. that Come on, sense. man. This is like amazing news. So I'm super happy for you. Thank you. Thank You're very you. welcome. Um, all right. By the way, I like those tiles. Uh, yeah. Um, it's groovy. That's the way they were. So Ain't nothing I'm wrong with that. Um, all right, Sean, thank you so much. Take care. Bye, everybody. Right. Bye. Yo, that's awesome. I'm going to try this other camera one more time because I, I like it so much more. Do we think it's still going to be in on my nose hairs? Son of a cock lick. Dicky fuck walk. Son of a dinky flicky dookie poop. How did it happen like that? How do I find this live stream when you come on? Um, are there notifications on Facebook, everybody? Oh, really, Ray Ray? Yeah, I will tell you something right now. Since they dinged me, people on my page tell me sometimes they get the notifications and sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't like sometimes it works better if you know that you're going to be on just to fucking be on there because then it'll come on. Because I yeah. notice when I'm not on there, it don't send me a fucking notification. Crazy. Instagram yeah, I just turn them on well. and. Um, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. After the weekend and stuff, celebrating yeah. and Halloween, doing good, getting back on track. Of That's awesome. Work. We have a new boss, so I don't have to take on the whole fucking jet load. <laughs> That's awesome. And you getting ready for us to do our song together? Yes. Yes. I have some more stuff, but I want to run it by you first if it's appropriate. I mean, are you asking me if something's appropriate? Well, it's your fucking crowd, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, well, send me the lyrics and we'll take a look at it. Okay. Um, how are you doing? You good? I'm doing good, man. Getting good. over some bad juju, burning some sage, letting that shit go. Yeah, it's not a, none of that stuff's important. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, I liked your costume on Monday. My hat that that was my that shit's warm for the winter, man. That's nice. I could go around with Pat and if I get the little store bought stuff, start just blasting him and Connor. It's great. That's fun. I like those little <laughs> interesting, man. Yeah, I like that. Flapping all over the um, <laughs> That's like flap, flap. Um <laughs> is my Denver show, do you know, is it downtown or out in the It's uh, the South. It's comedy works south. Yeah, so I'm kind of so I'm happy that you're picking that one again because I like to go to the restaurant at Lucy's. Yeah, I don't pick it, but I do. I will tell you something; those clubs are so awesome. They are. So I'm excited to be there. Yes. I will have hopefully this merch situation has been a fucking disaster, but I'm waiting on this. I found the people that I like here, mm -hmm. and they made one round of Heyman shirts, and they sold like that. And then I was like, cool, man. I go, hey, we need another round. And they go, they were like, yeah, we can't start for another two weeks. So I had to get rid of those guys okay. and oh, that yeah. design. So whoever has this Hey Man design, there's no other, never going to be another design like it. Well, a bummer because I hey, love yeah. the design, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't sell me the print. What the fuck is that about? It was a complete dick. Yeah. But yeah, well, man. I mean, hey, they got theirs, and if they go to a show, you know what they should do? They should get you sign it. Well, <laughs> so I hopefully I'll have new Heyman shirts by then. Um, Bye -bye. All right, good to see, see you. Man.
Cat, what do you got for me today? Okay, it cuts in and out, so let me know if it freezes up. Okay, I'm at the new location, and this is right outside my back door and into here. And whoa, where is that? Look at that grow. <laughs> at my house. That is quite a grow. At my new house. That was how I retired. That is <laughs> phenomenal. Wow. Well, have, I mean, listen. So when I was going on and on about I'm retiring and I can't really throw it out there, that was why. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Congratulations. Okay. What are you growing back there? Thanks. I knew you would enjoy it. It's a Pineapple Express. Oh, We've actually God. been running this strain for about 20 years now. And it produces the most for us. So I'm maxing out on my first rounds. So. Well, congratulations. Um, am I going to see you in December? Um, yes. And I sent you a message on Patreon about New Year's. Because me and the kids were looking for somewhere to fly to New Year's. And if we can get Boy in the show, too, that would be awesome. He's almost 16. 16? It'll, it'll be two weeks yeah, before if it's he turns Tempe, 16. I can get you in Tempe. Yeah, and he's got an ID because he's got his permit. So he's got an ID, too. So Yeah, I can, I can get him in there in Tempe for sure. Then we're, yeah, I'll see you in December, and then we'll do New Year's Eve, too. Awesome. I'm looking forward yeah. to smoking some of that Pineapple Express. I'll, I'll make sure to have it with me. Awesome. Congratulations. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you soon. That's awesome. Congratulations, Kat. That looks so... Hey, listen, guys. At the end of the day, you know what really excited me about that was how happy Kat is. You know... you. She could have opened up a door and showed me a closet full of hairless cats. And she could have been like, I love this. And I'd be like, that's fucking great for you. Do you know what I mean? If that's what you love, I'm excited for you. Now, I also happen to love weed. So that was super excited by that. But what was really exciting was how joyful and how excited Cat was. Like, that is the shit that I think is cool. I am. You want to know what I like, everybody? You know what I like in other people? I like people who are passionate about the things that they love. I can watch you. Yo. I can watch you do something that I hate if you are passionate about it. There's something so um, watchable about somebody who loves what they're doing. It, the passion makes it really watchable. And so, Kat, congratulations. It is. It's all about finding what makes you happy. That's it. That's it. That's it. Um, we're going to end today with my buddy. Uh, we'll see what he's doing. By the way, guys, um, passionately eating circus peanuts. Dave, if you can pull it off, if you can, listen, man, if you can come on screen, and passionately eat circus peanuts. I'm on board. 
but will you? Will you? I'm challenging you. Will you? Do you have the stones to come on here and passionately eat some circus peanuts? Because if not, I'll tell you what. You pick something that you don't like. I will eat that passionately. You eat the circus peanuts passionately. And we'll see, we'll see how we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's right, Laura. I mean, I didn't want to say it, but Dave wants to show how passionate he is about having nuts in his mouth. So I uh what are circus peanuts? You're you oh that's right, my friend. You're from Australia. It's a terrible I am 100% in on this challenge, Dave. You eat circus peanuts, I'll eat a tomato. When do you want to do this? Let's do it next Wednesday. I, I don't know where you're at as far as if you're in school right now, if you can do it. But if not, if we don't do it Wednesday, we'll do it on the High Live. And guys, the High Live is on my Patreon right now. Uh, Bradley, good to see you. Um. That's right, Tina. Super funny. Um, but I got to go, everyone. I'm leaving tomorrow. Hilarious. I just read that, Aaron. I'm, I'm here now. You can start over. Yeah, I got to go, my man. Um, but let me tell you guys something. Ooh, we're going to say hello to uh, uh, Robbie, and then I got to get out of here. What's up, dude? What's up? Wow. Thanks for the presentation. That was nice. <laughs> it's showtime, baby. Hey, Are you? Uh, I want to show you something. All right. You're going to be a little impressed with me. There's a few things that are a little missing, so but I kind of got everything uh, set up just the way I like it. So, yo, that's dude, that's my little great. new studio now. That's absolutely fantastic, Robbie. Uh, can I ask? Can I ask you a question uh, on the personal nature? Are My you? Shoot. Are you? That's awesome, dude. Those are great. That's a great mic. Oh, okay. um, I love it. Uh, let me, can I ask you a question, dude? Are you, um, are you out of the military with any disability at all? Mm, no like, disability, you, but I'm out of the military. Yeah. Right. Okay. But you're you're not out with any disability or any payments no. like that. Okay. I mean, like, I just I got a bad back this, from it. <laughs> I just found out about this crazy program that the government has for disabled vets if you're above 10 percent disability you know how they gauge that as far as your insurance right yeah well, how they read the it, 10, yeah. yep if you're above the 10 percent mark man I, I hope i don't have this number wrong i don't think i do because i talked to a dude last night who's doing it the government has 20 billion with a b dollars set aside for disabled vets to set up their own businesses. Really? 20 billion with a B. Now, it's not that well publicized. I'm not sure why. Mm -hmm. But my friend who has never had a day of work as a contractor started a business and hires everybody out and gets what look at that kitty cat hires everybody out doesn't li lift a hammer put a glove on he just seals the deals and he's making money like 
legit good money. And so if you're at 10%, you know, if your back's fucked up and you can go and get that 10%, you can start, you can have them invest in your podcast. Dude. That would be awesome. Cause that's kind of what I'm looking for right now is, uh, Robbie, sponsorships. Uh, Robbie, I wanna, how do I send this to you, dude? Um, uh, you could personally send it to my, uh, Facebook messenger. If you, yeah, I that's what if I'll you do. have that. Um, I can tell you right now, do, do you want to know I what I can put called? in a private chat, my, my email address too, if you like, let me, in, here you go. In 2003, Congress passed the Veterans Benefit Act to jumpstart supplier networks across the nation and give veteran-owned small businesses the room they need to thrive amongst the larger corporations in their fields. Certified veterans have earned themselves the right to enjoy exclusive contracting opportunities. Mm -hmm. Yo. In 2018, the federal government put $560 billion into an annual contract spending alone. 26% of those contracts were given to veteran-owned small businesses. Wow. 26% of $560 billion. Wow. I have so, not heard anything like that. So that's for that's news to me, and that's good news to me. Um, I would have to go to the VA just to see where my rate yeah, man, would be I, at right now. I would um, love for you to... Yeah, I would but I know I know here in Illinois they are they do uh, they did set up a grant for small business owners like myself for the military, but that's just here for Illinois um, because certain people don't qualify for that ten percent rating yep. and maybe they don't qualify. So it's like, well, they're out of luck. Well, then I you know depending on what state they're from, like here in Illinois, they have a little smaller grant to help veterans set up their small businesses. This feels so, like a federal thing. And I think, so, yeah. I feel like the, my buddy said it's 10% as far as disability. Mm -hmm. So I think you got to be above that, but, um, and a lot of people out there like veterans like myself that are not 10%, yep. maybe yep. we're 5%, 6%. Um, I think that's a little unfair for us. I think if you're at whatever percentage you're at, whether it be a minor percentage or at that 10% uh, percentage, I think you're still a veteran no matter what. Yeah. But I, listen, man, I would look into it. If you need to go to the VA, go to the VA, you know, um, and there's something, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to say that stuff out loud, but, <laughs> but there's ways to get to 10%. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I, I mean? Know. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I got friends that know it and have yeah. done it. <laughs> there, there are ways to get to 10%. So, <laughs> So I but would, I would. I just wanted to say thank you for everything. You, I mean, I where I'm at now, and I'm just like watching this, seeing this, and everything. It's just, it's amazing how far I've come from watching you and doing my thing uh, over here in Illinois. And uh, you know, on my on my my radio show on Mondays because I moved it to Mondays now since I have more contact to talk about. Um, I, I have to give it up to your to your people, your fans, uh, for coming in, whether it's just a minute or two or throughout the whole entire show. Um, because right now, <laughs> right now your fans are my fans and that's the only support I'm getting right now over here. So, Robbie, and that's all I, that's all I can do is appreciate everything you've done. Uh, I don't know if you've done it, but uh, you know, I've done most of the work, but you as a, uh, as who you are, that's why I like about you, bud. You're, you're the greatest person on earth. I couldn't mm -hmm. ask anything more. 
And I'm, I'm really eager to see you and meet you and just shake your hand. And I don't know, just tell you, thank you for everything. Just giving me the time on your platform to say whatever, talk about stories, telling stories. I get joy out of just being on your show. And it's just an awesome pleasure of, you know, doing the things or talking about, you know, sports or whatever. And um, I do have you down as my number one guest. Yeah. Uh, I do have some other people that are uh, I'm waiting for. So we're getting this done. We're, we're getting this thing going. And I'm, I'm super excited for this journey. Ron, I'm just super excited. Thank First of all, thank you so much, man. It's it's an honor. Um and super humbling to hear you say stuff like that, man. I would tell you that a hundred percent of the work comes from you. A hundred percent of the work comes from you. And just know that like why I love having you on here is why you'll be good at what you're doing. You're unfiltered you. Yep. Okay. And so just remember that unfiltered people, it takes a little bit, because that's exactly what it is. It's you're you're mining for gold, mm-hmm. right? So things have to fall out, and eventually, yep. you have a pan full of gold, right? Yep. But sometimes it takes a while to get the gold. So that's oh, all. Like, just it's all about. Listen, it's it is a hundred percent about being authentic, having fun, and just knowing that I I got to put the blinders on. This isn't about the numbers. This is about making sure that th- what I'm putting out is good. Yeah, and if you build it, they will come. Yep. So and that's where I'm at now. I'm I'm kind of where you started in your career, just doing what you did best and what you kind of known, and eventually your fans grew grew over time, and that's where I'm at now is just trying to get a nice crowd and just go from there, you know. Um, and it's fun because I get to go and cover for the uh, Windy City Bulls, which is their G League for the Chicago Bulls. So I get to spend some time in and cover the Chicago Bulls G League. And no, I, I, I'm so excited. I'm so that's super so excited. so fucking cool. Yeah. That's I'm so excited. Because so this is going to cool. open doors to other avenues. It, I could be a reporter for the Chicago Bulls or Robbie, some other place. You so. could be anything, my man. Oh, I know. I'm going to be the best sports broadcaster possible. Because if it wasn't for the people that I looked up to, like Harry Carey, Ron Santos, and others – that I've seen over the years, then those are the ones that made me do what I wanted to do. Cause I lived up to those guys. I looked up to those guys. Like I used to go run home right after school and, and put on WGN to catch that seven inning strength with Harry Carey every day yeah. because he was entertaining. And that's what I want to do. I want to be entertaining. Robbie, what's your favorite sport to watch? You like basketball, uh, football, baseball, hockey, basketball, soccer. I, I love watching it all. Okay. So you know what I think might be fun and something to do and something that will, it, you may get fans, but at mostly what it will do, it will get you more and more comfortable talking about sports and commenting. Turn the volume down on your TV. Mm-hmm. Turn the stream on, on your Facebook. Watch a game and com- commentate on it. Now, See, I never I never thought about that, but that's a good idea. Oh, either, yeah. Now, look, uh, me, I would do it with somebody. 
just to banter so you can go back and forth and tell stories. And, and that's what everybody's been telling me. I need to find a partner. I need to find a co-host to, to kind of just go back and forth. Cause me being myself, I can't argue by myself because I would look like a freaking weirdo. Like what? <laughs> who is this guy arguing with? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would for sure like that kind of stuff will get you better real quick. Oh yeah. Okay. And so, over the last eight months, I've gotten actually a lot better. Um, yep. Just by being in a studio and just messing around, you know, just trying to get comfortable and just, you know, stay comfortable. Cause there's times that I get anxious or nervous or uh, the butterflies, but once I'm on camera and I'm doing my thing, all those emotions go out of the way. And I'm just, I mean, I'm Robbie, you know, just talking sports. So, well, listen, Robbie, um, I appreciate you being on here every week. And um, you let me know when you want me to hop on your pod, my man. I appreciate everything you. But, um, but yeah, I would definitely, um, send you a message. I was told to, I don't know how to contact you, but I'll contact you. I'll find a way to contact you Just on Facebook. Send me a message. <clears throat> okay. Sounds good. And then, right. uh, we'll just go from there. Okay, bud. Okay. Later, man. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful day. Um, all right, everybody. That's fantastic. I, I like that both cat and Robbie. I love watching people happy with with where they are and what they're doing and that stuff is great so that's the good stuff man i'm so happy we ended the podcast with those two it really sends it out on a good you know a good uh, i don't know if, uh, is the right sound but you know that was the only one that came out um ladies and gentlemen comedianjoshwolf.com for tour dates you know what I'm saying? Here for the fun is on my YouTube channel. Let's do it. It's fun. We're having a good time. And um, if you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review on Apple and uh, tell a couple people. Let's see what happens. Um, Laura, I know you love what you do. That's why you work all the time. I. You, I love cutting to you while you're doing people's nails because you're having a good time. I like watching people have a good time. Like I know some people hate watching Jimmy Fallon. That dude looks like he's having fun. I can watch somebody have fun all the time. All day I can watch you have fun. All right, everybody. Be good to each other. Tell me something good. We will see you in Buffalo this weekend. Later, skaters.